So you can do fix and flipping and wholesaling pretty much wherever you are in, in this in this country, in this world, maybe. Um, but if, if someone's looking for those those long-term rentals or that, that rental wealth um, and they live in, say, Seattle or California or New York or Miami or Phoenix, where do you, where do you recommend these these uh, these people look in their uh, backyard, the or Midwest or the Southeast. If you can't do it in your backyard, my opinion is always in your backyard for everything, if possible. Yeah, but if it's not possible or it's not you know likely or it's not easy, then doing you know this in the Midwest and the Southeast is the best for several reasons. It's you know affordable living. The rents compared to your actual costs of owning are, are very you know favorable. The laws are fair. They're not. We can't just kick people out. It's not like it's right. landlord friendly. It's just people use that term. It's just fair. It's fair for both sides. Yeah. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls, investors, entrepreneurs, and best friends. Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money. Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth. If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show. Hello, and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. Happy birthday to you. You want me to keep going? No, I think you can stop right there. Okay, it's Lucas's birthday today, so that's exciting. He is born on the shortest day of the year. Yeah, winter solstice. Probably because you're kind of short. So I have a cold heart. You have a cold heart. I wasn't going there, but we we can just keep doing that. But the good news is, every day from here until... The end of June, June twenty first, gets longer now. So that's a half glass full guy. Yeah, I like it. That's so I'm at the peak of the darkest days the, of the year. The peak of the darkest days. You were the you're the reason they started to get longer because you were right. born. Yep, I'm I, I'm the foundation. I started that. Thank you, Lucas. You're welcome. Well, happy birthday. Thanks, man. My mom will be up here in the office within an hour bringing you your banana split cake that I'm she's excited. made you most years for probably the past fifteen years. I'm gonna eat it. You're gonna eat it up. All right, so today we are going to be talking about which markets to invest in for 2023. Kind of just walk through general investing strategies, what the market looks like, and you know why you should maybe invest in certain markets depending on what your goals are or your current situation. Because most people that listen to this, um, you know, I get message on Instagram. A lot of people have not invested in real estate yet. Some want to, and they think 2023 is a good time. And I agree. So that's what we're going to do. We're doing a decent amount of like. 2023 stuff just because that's kind of what you do at the end of the year so um. yeah we're, i mean yeah we're doing a lot of that here in the office too and on the podcast just a lot of prepping for 2023 and getting our strategies right and we're just kind of uh sharing what <laughs> what we've figured out or what we're learning as well with you guys yep and my daughter's running on the office somewhere so if we get interrupted you hear a little eight-year-old or i guess she's not eight but she's, she's six she's man. six you're off by two years two years she looks like she's eight she does but uh that's what that is and then we were doing a draft today on the best duos we might even throw something funky in there depending how long this episode takes but we're definitely going to do a draft on the best duos oh, man, the I, best i see yours on the back the best one-two punch <laughs> lucas did you well, they're the same as yours. No, there's no way they're the same. I mean, some of them are the same. Yeah, I, I got a couple out, out of the box ones, outside oh, the box. That's good. That's yeah. good. All right. Up, okay. Jayden? Hi, Jaden. All right. So let's get rocking. So I think the the biggest 
thing, the filter I look at is, is two things when people ask me, where should I invest? What should I invest in? I just want to invest in real estate. If they don't like have a specific goal in mind, you know, they want to invest, they want to buy rentals. If they don't know what they want, they just want to invest in real estate. There's two filters that I, I say run people through. The first is their current cash position. Mm -hmm. If they have $100 in their bank account or they have a ton of like bad debt, like credit card debts or things that they need to pay off, then there's certain things they should do. We'll get into that. After that filter, if like they're sitting okay, they have a job, they have credit, they have, you know, decent amount of money in the bank. Then the second is what are their long-term goals? Right. And if between those two filters, which is we'll run this episode through, is I think the things for them to do or not to do. Does that make sense? For sure. I mean, we we do this all the time with uh, local students in our area or even just our, our friends and family looking to, to build wealth or get out of the rat race, whatever you want to call it. So um, I, I do those same two filters. But uh, yeah, you're welcome. All, I taught them to you. It all starts with what, what you want and what your goals are to me. Um, I don't talk about the cash position quite as much, um, but. Um, so if, if, if your goal is to keep doing your current job cause you like it and, uh, maybe retire a little early or retire with a little bit of bigger next egg, you know, rentals are a great, great place to, to, to park some money, to, to grow that money over the next tw 10, 20 years. Right. Um, if you're looking to get out of your job, <laughs> then, uh, rentals is probably not the way to go. You probably need to look for a little more active income, fix and flipping, wholesaling, stuff like that. Um, so, um, it's a lot of fun to talk different strategies with different people based on their goals. I like it. All right. Well, let, we're going to start with the first filter, Lucas cash position. All right. So let's say you need cash now. Like you really want to get as much cash in your pocket for whatever reason. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. Personal, just, you want to have 20 grand in checking account before you buy rentals, whatever it is, you need cash. The best ways and the quickest ways to get cash in order would be wholesaling yeah. and then fixing and flipping. Yes. Wholesaling. Let's talk about where you can wholesale and hold that was pretty easy. You can wholesale anywhere. You can wholesale in San Francisco and Missouri and yeah. Oklahoma and New York. You can wholesale from a different country, you know, if you have a phone. So yeah. wholesaling is the the simplest one as far as you can do it anywhere. You can do it in your backyard or you can do it across the entire country. Yeah, you can you can find buyers. I'm sorry, you can find sellers over the phone. And then you can find buyers over the phone or digitally or whatever it takes. And you don't even have to be in that area that the house is. Um, we don't do a lot of, we, we call that virtual wholesaling. We don't do a lot of that, but we know people who do. Um, so uh, Sam and I like to wholesale with, within our market. That's what we know. That's what we love. Uh, but no matter where you live and which market you're in or which little town or which big town, wholesaling is a thing and is going on right now, whether you know it or not. Yeah, it's one of those. When we went to that um, Thane Merrill uh, info thing or whatever, where yeah. they yelled at us and told us we weren't going to make it. Yeah. Um, I remember they're like, there's this hidden market. And that's yeah. why I stayed because they kept hinting at that. And that's just what that, this wholesaling. I didn't, you know, yeah. they, 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 you know, prettied it up. But that's what it is. Wholesaling, there's this, if you know real estate a little bit or not at all, there is this ginormous market that's only probably one or 2% or less of transactions, but they're just real estate so big that there's this market of off market, you know, distressed properties happening right now in yeah. whatever size town you're in. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. It's uh, most people think of real estate transactions as I got to have a real estate agent and find it on the MLS or find it on Zillow. But that's not the place we live. We live in finding off market distressed houses where we can add value or someone could add value after we wholesale it to them. And, uh, uh, to, to some people, it is kind of hidden. Uh, mm -hmm. And like Sam said, we didn't know about it, you know, seven, eight years ago, but uh, now we do and we love it. 
We love it. You didn't. What do you think about my FF ones, bro? Oh, I love them. I love them. Size uh, nines. Size nines. No, I, I think my feet got a little bit bigger. Nice. These, Good these, for you. These 12, 12s and a halfs are getting a little just snug. Like match your biceps now. Match my biceps. I think I need to just make the jump to 13. There you go. Um, I got some 13s you can try. I'm in the same I know. I year. do. I think our our model that we're going to have up is 13. So I no, might they're swap four, they're them. They're 14s. Oh, yeah. Because I, I got why. the 13s. So we could all just move up. You don't then... need 14s, Lucas. Well, the 13s are, I can feel them. Yeah. They're on your feet. I hope you could feel them. No, oh, I, uh, can, I can feel the, ed the end of them. All right. So fixed and flipping. If you need more cash. Fixing and flipping. It's because your feet are so flat. Like mine have a curve. If mine flattened out, they'd probably be 18s. They might. Because I have the curve. Yeah. I have a nice curve on my foot. You do. It, it helps me be more agile. Yeah. Um. So fixing and flipping, that's the other way to get cash. There's a little more risk. Um. There is a little more... Um, work involved yeah you need the cash you need some credit you need a few things that you don't need for wholesaling that's another benefit of wholesaling i'm, I'm going to do a little more wholesale content at the beginning of the year to help people kind of i feel like uh i've read things and seen things i don't fall into the narrative of the world's ending but people do need cash i think a little bit more now than they have the last couple of years so i'm gonna do some more wholesaling content to help that but moving on to fixing and flipping that is a little potentially a little more dependent on your market yeah it's uh to, to get cash you know it's how we started to get cash fixing and flipping before we ever really knew what wholesaling was so um in the, the the goal is to get cash soon so what i would recommend is to not take on a extremely large project at this point in the market and if your goal is to get cash soon that's not great so i would uh you know those, those huge projects those 100 200 300,000 dollar projects you know high risk but high reward so i like to say it uh, right now you know, medium risk, medium reward. So we like to stick to those rehabs that are, you know, 20 to 60,000. That's our sweet spot here in the Midwest. Uh, and I do recommending if you are rehabbing and swinging a hammer and, and managing a project to do that uh, in your own backyard personally. I think that's much more of a challenge to do virtually than wholesaling is personally. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think you can do it, and we have students that do the rehab of the Burrs method in other in, in other you know cities and states. But it's an extra step, and you know it's worth it in my opinion if you're going to buy an asset that's going to make you two hundred grand in the next ten years. Yeah. You know what which rentals kind of do, but if you know you're, there's the risk and the buying the properties, and you know you don't have that long term reward, I, I would suggest doing it in your backyard. I because, love it for rentals. Yeah, because. You know, there's only certain markets that you can go to cash flow, mm -hmm. but fix and flipping works in every market. Yeah, it does. You can yeah. you work in any market, and if you are picking a market of options, I think those those crazy swing markets are a little bit tougher. Maybe like the Phoenixes, the Miamis, um, but even those those markets are still holding pretty strong. So there's a lot more that goes into that. We'll do some specific content on wholesaling and flipping. Yeah. But in general, if you need cash, if your first filter that I suggest you looking at is your current cash position, um, a lot of people want to have that or need yeah. that or just they have debt. Like I, we're not afraid of debt, but if you do have credit card debt that's at 22% yeah. and all this stuff, consumer like you need, you need to get that paid off. That right. consumer debt's a good way to put it. So assuming that you have flipped or you have cash, the next thing is what are your long-term goals? That's the next filter. Nice. I love that filter. Uh, there's so many ways to look at this, and I think I hit on it earlier. Um, I am buzzing like crazy off of the coffee I had for some reason this morning. Nice. I think it's because I got a smaller one with the same amount of caffeine. Where is it? 
What did you get? I from? drank it already. Yeah. Um, Starbucks. Man. Cresco brought it. One of those. Um, we had a little meeting this morning about social media. So. Nice. Um, I had a K cup, and I just don't think those are as strong. No. So I'll probably need another K cup here. There you go. Soon. But I, I feel fine. I'm not. We got Celsius's in there. Yeah. Was, so I'm trying to focus, those, but my uh, eyes are like burning. Wasn't after those. Uh, shots at our plastic grab ball game yeah that, <laughs> that's a different kind summit. of buzzing yeah. yeah um anyway i knew you were going uh, there so goals uh, that's the filter right so do we want to hit like uh because there's probably like three main goals for people right mm-hmm. uh and, and the one i've been getting a lot lately the last couple times are people um, that I'm really close with that have really good jobs who like what they do. Um, they just they just starting to see the power of real estate, starting to realize that just throwing money in a 401k and not not looking at it and uh, the market just tanking, you have no control over it is is not the way they wanna they wanna go. So um, we we've started to develop a plan for those type of people, and the plan for for them to me in my eyes is ten to twenty rentals mm-hmm. that you have in your personal name. So you can get amazing financing right now is a, is a challenge if you're going the commercial route, having mm-hmm. high interest rates. So get much better financing, 30-year fixed, uh, lower interest rate on a rental because you get 10 of them in your personal name per person. And it's like right? six-something percent you can get right yeah. now, right? So on, on a 30-year fix, you That's can get gonna that That's going to cash flow great. That's going to yep. cash flow more than what? Probably 4.5% at 25 on an arm or close to it probably. Yeah. Um, I've even – talk to people about maybe even a shorter amortization period uh, instead of 30 years. If their goal is to not live on it, not not make a lot of money right now, you know, get those suckers paid off because, you know, matching 10 to 20 paid off single family rentals in a good part of town with your 401k, you're going to be in a really good spot here in 15 years, 20 years when you get those things paid down. For sure. I like that. So I think that's a good, I think that's a great, that's kind of where we were. We, you didn't love your job, but our goal was just one house a year for 10 years. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy. We did it all the commercial route, but then I, I was, fell in love. You fell, he fell in love. With just, the game. We fell in love with the game. <laughs> he has loves of his life. He had, he has doggies. He had Ashley. He had real estate. That's about it. That's about, that's all you that's need. That's all you need in life. Um, and we, uh, so I actually just had, had a chat earlier. We were talking about, I had a chat with one of our guys, Matt, and that's what he was saying. A lot of his buddies just want to get started. Like yeah. you wanna, if you buy one house a year for 10 years from 25 to 35 and, and that's all you do, you'll probably get addicted and want to do more. Yeah. But if that's all you do, I'm confident you'll be able to retire at like 45. Yeah. Like, you know, just with your current job and not quitting that and just the equity and the wealth and the long term, you'll be able to retire 10, 15 years earlier, just buying 10 houses. You know, that's a lot of houses, but one a year you can handle it. So yeah. That's one cool. option. I love that option. The other option is wanting to get out of your job as quickly as possible. Right. And if that's the option, you need to do a little bit of ones and twosies. You need yep. to have the ones and the twos. You need to do the active income with the wholesaling and fixing and flipping. And this is the path we did, fixing and flipping for active income and then still build that long-term wealth with rentals. Because our goal was to get out of our jobs probably not to grow a 150-person company like our goal is now, but our goal is to get out of our jobs do well still, have a current lifestyle, but then build long-term wealth. And if you do that, you do fixing and flipping and um, wholesaling and rentals. So you can do fixing and flipping and wholesaling pretty much wherever you are in, in this in this country, in this world, maybe. Um, but if if someone's looking for those those long-term rentals or that, that rental wealth um, and they live in, say, Seattle or California or New York or Miami or Phoenix, where do you, where do you recommend these 
these uh, these people look in their uh, backyard? The or Midwest or the Southeast, if you can't do it in your backyard. My opinion is always in your backyard for everything, if possible. Yeah. But if it's not possible or it's not, you know, likely or it's not easy, then doing, you know, this in the Midwest and the Southeast is the best for several reasons. It's, you know, affordable living. The rents compared to your actual cost of owning are, are very, you know, favorable. The laws are fair. They're not, we can't just kick people out. It's not like it's right. landlord friendly. It's just people use that term. It's just fair. It's fair for both sides. Yeah. They don't pay. They ruin the property. There's a process and then we can get them out. They can't stay for 18 months after, you know, right. screwing up the property and causing us hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. It's just, it's fair in the Midwest and the South. Southeast, um, the growth of the populations going there. It's just the best place to be where the demand is. Um, and it just makes sense for the numbers. So that's where I suggest people going. And something that I think people in those areas you mentioned, Lucas, California, Miami, New York, a large portion of those populations are transplants. They did not grow up there. So I'm saying that to say that Pick somewhere where you have a connection. Don't just pick Oklahoma because it's cheap. You don't know anybody. If you live in California and you have a buddy you went to college with, you have you know a friend you grew up with that moved there, you have some family friends, a relative, a brother, a sister, somebody that you have a connection with that's in a market that works, the Midwest or the Southeast, that's yeah. where I suggest you go and convince them to partner with you or you know you pay them to run by the property. Just having boots you trust on the ground at first, say, work with me for a year. I'll pay X amount. I'll give you ownership. You can help run things down help me make connections because I can't be here all the time. And then if you're done after a year, you know, then you'll have made your connections. So that's a huge piece that mentally would be tough for me to just yeah. pick up somewhere I don't know. But most people in those markets do have some type of connection somewhere that they trust. Does yeah. that make sense? For sure. And if you don't, you know, do your research, figure out what's the market for you and then start building those connections. If you didn't have them pre previously, go into RIAs, go into jumping on virtual Facebook groups, uh, meeting with property management companies, meeting with real estate agents. You mean it's that. work? Like you have to put in some effort to create wealth? Yeah, man. And make we, connections and do things? Yeah, man. We, we busted our ass. No, I ass. know. I'm just saying so many people like, I don't know anybody. Uh, uh, it's it's impossible. You got lucky or something. It's like, no, you have to work. Like we're talking, we're telling anybody listening to this that within five years, you can be a multimillionaire. Yes, you're going to have to fly yeah. to a city or yes, you're going to have to make connections and spend some effort and some money and some time and some energy to do it to like, you know, get on a plane, and do these things. But that's just part of building wealth. Sorry. And, and it's. It's fun. It is fun. You know, and if, if it's not fun for you to put in that work, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You know, real estate's probably not for you. Get out of it. So we, we were busting our ass, but it, it didn't feel like work for us because this is what we're passionate about. Yep. It was fun. It was, it is, was, and is fun. Now it's fun in a different way. I haven't seen Maisie in like half an hour. You think that's concerning or not? No, we have some pretty awesome caretakers yeah, we in do. this office that uh probably walking around right now yeah hopefully hopefully maybe after this one we'll go check on her just i'll go check case. on her real quick <laughs> um so yeah i think in general just wanted to get it out there and i didn't want to go into a ton of detail as i mentioned several times in this episode i'm excited to dig deeper into wholesaling and flipping yeah. and renting just for this market and we talked about this stuff a little bit before but not as much based on the the current 2023 market and what it's going to look like and as the market shifts and the strategy. So we'll do some deep dives, but I think this was a good just intro to using that filter and then figuring out exactly where to go. Yeah. Another uh, possible way for to maybe create income or cash now uh, that's that's in between, you know, long-term rentals and wholesaling is those short-term rentals. Yep. Um, midterm, short-term. Yeah. Midterm, short-term, because you can uh, create the cash flow uh, with a lot fewer properties in the long-term rentals. Um, 
And I feel like there's a misconception about short-term rentals that they have to be in a vacation destination. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, buying uh, awesome assets, uh, quality properties in amazing locations in the Southeast is going to be a thing for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that we're interested in as Flor well. Yeah. Going, go on the panhandle of Florida yeah. and like the golf on Florida, that, that's going to be good for a while. Right. So, but uh, it doesn't have to be that. We have a... Sam and I have a short-term rental, an apartment right here in St. Louis. St. Louis is not a vacation destination? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> well, right? it's not in general, but still, people vacation everywhere. It is yeah, what it is. Yeah, they got so. family they're going to see, and nobody wants to stay at a hotel anymore. So um, uh, you, you don't probably don't have to look outside your backyard for a short-term rental if you want to get in, involved in that game. That's a good and One more point. Also, does this, this crack always been there? I feel like the O's are gone. I feel like something happened here. Do you think it just like fell? Jaden or somebody knocked it over probably. <laughs> Ran into it. Yeah. Going on a post route. Yes, going on a post pattern. Um, he actually we had uh, actually I don't know if I could talk about the the TV show we got coming up because I think we have to alert. Yeah, I think we have to have to have to come up with a press release first. I know we're recording a TV episode for something that's actually going to be on TV and Jaden was running some post patterns. But last thing, Lucas, and then let's move on to our draft. Yeah. Um, I think about this, and I'm the no money out of pocket guy. Did you know that? Yes. But same. a lot of people invest out of pocket. Yeah. But in in California, horrible place on rentals, in my opinion. I bet half of people. He did. You did do it. Yeah, exactly. I just noticed the crack too. Yeah, all that this morning. Yep. I Jaden just came in from watching that he knocked and broke something. We knew it. Good attention to detail, Sam. That's funny. Um, but Lucas, in California, half the people there are renters. So there's some there's landlords making money in California still, so it still works. I guess is my point. If yeah. if you have money and you do really well, and there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that follow me that do really really well, um, we just had somebody uh, sign up for the for the scale mastermind that I've talked about that makes eight hundred grand a yeah. year. That's so much money. So those type of people do put twenty or thirty percent. Sure. So it does it works anywhere. Is my point. There's yeah. in California especially and New York, like over half the people are renters. In St. Louis, only about twenty five percent of the people are renters. So right. it's um it it still works. Yeah, we talk about leveraging oh what my. you have, oh. and uh, most of our customers or or uh, followers are. Like Sam and I were when we started, we um, we didn't have a lot of money, but we had you know time, uh, hustle, and connections. A little bit of charm, yeah, connections, a little bit of charm. So that's what we used to execute the birth strategy. We found deals, we fixed it up, and that's how we built in our equity. Um, but there's you know people with awesome W two jobs out there that uh, uh, want to get involved in real estate, and uh, they don't have time for all that. So. They would rather put down 20, 30 percent because they have money to spend and uh, to save their time. And it, it's just like, you know, it's, it's how you get to the burst strategy without having to do all the work. So it, it's possible as well. It's just um, there's there's not much to that. So we don't teach it very often. Yeah, well, I mean, but we should probably because if someone makes 800 grand a year and they want to yeah. buy rentals. Hell, yeah. Put 20 percent down For on 10 sure. rentals this year. Make it happen. And we sell a lot of wholesale properties in our flipping business to people like that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um do you have your your shoes here? No, oh. I took them home. The gummy bottoms are, are the touch, in my opinion. Gum I told bottoms, Matt he's yeah. going to design them all, but the gummy bottoms got to be a staple. Gum bottoms, baby. And it's right. funny that they're gum bottoms and Matt designed them because and he doesn't chew gum. And he's got bubble gum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Here we so it's just, it's a, so That took a second. Yeah, it's all three. But he doesn't chew gum. That's wild. All Shout right. out to Dubs. 
Dubs, dubs. All right, here we go. So What's I guess I'll let you get the first pick on what, this what, one. So what is this draft? Tell this is the it. best duos. So the best one-two combo, whether it be sports, I think we'll probably go to some other things, whether it be, um, you know, probably like movies or musicians or things, but yeah. the best combinations. So here's here's what I do with my team. I try to make a, a well-rounded team. You'd say so that, but some, then when you did the Marvel, the, all you did was strength. That's it. You had a bunch of linebackers. Think about this well-rounded team. I got I got some people involved, some real people. Got some sports. I got some food. I got you a think drink. you have that? What Listen, if I take them? I got a no, because I got backups for everyone. <laughs> I got some. I got a drink. I have a fictional character. I have superheroes. I have. You only get five musicians. So I I got a, a lot of different ways I can go there, but I also have something that's a, just a thing. And so I do you might, want to go first or want me to go it. first? You go first. It doesn't really matter. I don't think. I'm kind of nervous now. You go first. No, you. <laughs> okay. That's the first time we've tried to get the other person to go first. Yeah. Because there's just so many. Well, because you wanted to go first for the fast foods draft next game, next one, right? I don't think so. Because I don't think, I think we have different number ones. Okay. Personally. All right. Okay. So I will go first. All right. The number one for me, and yeah. this is just like literally the staple of staples. Like you can't like the, the other guys that do this better than us. They throw a flag if like yeah. if it's something just doesn't make sense. But this has got to be near the top of the list. And it might be boring, but boring wins. PB and J. Okay, that's I. I, have I mean, it that's on my like, list as well. That's like the quintessential. Like it's the number one saying is uh, carrots and beet or whatever. That's from uh, Forrest Gump, but go together like peanut butter and jelly it's like literally a saying yeah it's there's a stereotypical phrase about it yeah should i just go off the wall number one i mean if you think we don't got different ones i mean if you because that's a good pick that's like it a, it's on that's my like list. A, that's like picking list. john elway number one or andrew luck number one like you got to pick them when they come up that's good that's good i mean i think there's a lot of you usually yell at my picks so. together no i love peanut butter and jelly personally and um what's your jelly, what's your favorite jelly to put in there I'll do a little bit of both. When I was a kid, I like grape jelly, but nowadays I like strawberry. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strawberry for me. It's got like a little more tang to it. I feel like I think like it's just more real too. Like like grape jelly. What is that? Yeah, it's that's just tr- like Jello. Yeah, yeah. Because grapes, you can't like if you smashed up grapes, it wouldn't look like that. <laughs> no. But if you smashed up strawberries, it yeah, looked pretty close sure. to it. Yeah. But I want to. I haven't watched that uh, that strawberry video with all the worms and stuff either. Don't <laughs> just so don't. I'd probably switch back to grape if I watch. That. <laughs> just don't watch it. All right, it might not be real. All right, I'm a I'm gonna go with my favorite and obviously a personal flavor to to both of our teams on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock the sports one out. I'm gonna go Shaq and Kobe. I knew it. That's yeah. not bad. That they were so good, so, so good. Just like I mean, like they, I and mean, Kobe they're, was they're young, like, bro. Kobe's be, like 21. They could be like top both top 10 players of all time. Mm-hmm. I think they probably are. Crazy, yeah. to have that mm-hmm. on the same team. Yeah, no, so they were ridiculously dynamite dude the people say mj and uh scotty and i and i love that and they were well it's just well they're not even close to his dynamic well i mean i feel like you know kobe and um shack are like probably what like realistically like five and nine or something in the top ten yeah um you know for most people whatever just just say one you know jordan's one and, and like, pippen's <laughs> like probably 40 but still he's a heavily 80. hated one i i've heard he's top 50 player okay who thinks better him or d wade d wade i think so too yeah but, yeah so, yep. so LeBron and D Wade. I'm I, not doing that, I, but yeah, I think that would be a great pick. Yeah, no, that that's a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the sports out now too. Um, no, I'll, I'll wait on the sports because you already did your sports, so I got time. I want you to take another one of mine. So, all right, so my number two pick. I think you're okay with this, but maybe not. I can't read a lot of what I write. Hmm. Let me um, see. 
uh, Joey Tribbiani and Chandler Bing. Yeah, I love friends. That's personal, and that that yeah. was on there. I looked at some lists that was up there. They were they were quite the the combo. I think honestly, I think Ross like helped make the show. He was yeah. so funny. Me, but like Joey and Chandler's little interactions were that's super a personal Roommates. one. But roommates roommate. forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. they uh, they go together very well. They do. They were. They were quite funny. Their Chandler sarcasm and Joey's kind of not stupidity, but kind of stupidity played well. Yep. Love it. I'm going to go fictional uh, on this next one. That I'm was like, fictional too. but Well, you're right. I'm going to go, you're right. Okay. Yes, that's, <laughs> they're not real people. Good call. Uh, I'm going to go superhero, uh, Batman and Robin. Yep. That was that was I was going to pick, but um, that's a good one. That's that's the superhero so one. So is that number pick. two for me? Yep. Okay. Shaq and Kobe, Batman and Robin, Peanut Butter and Jelly. Chandler and Chandler Joey feels like a high pick, <laughs> but if we're all separate, if if we have different ones, it, well, they're they're different for sure. But Joe, uh, Batman Robin was on my list. That's good. That's yeah. a very good one. Um, I still good with my PB and J. So, um, another one that I'm going to go for that I guess I can't really go this because it's already already off the. All right, so we're going to go sports. We're going to go. This is not like uh. This is like one of those under the radar, maybe not under the radar, but sleeper pick. Sleeper pick. Your team's gonna be full of sleepers, Sam. Um, Joe Montaigne and Jerry Rice. Yeah, they were. They, they were, were a good little combo. They have. They were very, especially. Like, think about it. The the records that they have and how many passing touchdowns they have together. I think maybe Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison passed them, but when they when they did this, like. You pass the ball like half is how many times yeah. you pass the ball now. So they they were good. And I mean, doesn't Joe Montana have like five? Five, five yeah, five mm-hmm. World Super Bowls. So. I think he was. I think he's like I think he's five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So because so. there was the Brady for a little bit, but Brady's you know seven yeah. and three or whatever. But yeah, that's, um, that's ridiculous. But yeah. Cool. So, well, that's awesome. I need some food on mine, and you took my peanut butter and jelly. Well, there's like another food one that you. Can... I'm gonna go with macaroni and cheese. Oh, I thought you were gonna food. do B and E's, bacon and eggs. Macaroni. I'm gonna go with macaroni and cheese. Okay. We eat more of that at the house. Kids love it, all the time. It's easy to cook. Easy to cook. So is bacon and eggs, but easy yeah. to cook. And it's you can you know you can get fancy with the cheeses too. Walls. Yeah. You, you can. can. You yeah. can do a Velveeta. A little PJ in there maybe. That powdered cheese. Pepper Jack. And, powder uh, cheese is gross. Uh, well, I mean, some of those boxes come with the powder cheese, but I always spice it up with a little shredded to get that stringiness. I like it. I like it. All right. So my number four pick yeah. is going to be um Woody and Buzz. Yeah. They're 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 a good combo too. They got four f- hits. Yep. Four, all four, you know. I think the first th- the first two, maybe the first three, um, Toy Stories are like all hundreds on Rotten Tomatoes. There's not very many hundred percents, and like Toy Story one and two for sure all got a hundreds on both. That's I, pretty good. I love to- Toy Story. There's what four of them. Uh huh. Um, I almost I cried a little bit on third one. Yeah. Well, so why I picked? So going fictional here. You got two. You got two sets of fictional people in there, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm not going to go there. I'm talking about well rounded for my team. What so was- why why I didn't choose them over, let's say, Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. So Batman and Robin is. How many years old now? Probably like 75. I don't know about that, but a long time. Long time. I remember watching those. I was thinking like, like 50, but maybe 40, but 75 is a long time. It's it's it's, it's old, right? It goes back in the day. There's so many different renditions. And uh, with Buzz and Woody, you got, you got four movies mm-hmm. you know, in the last 20 years. So that's why I thought 
to me, Batman and Robin stood out. Well, I would have. I should have picked Batman and Robin. They were. It was them or Joey and Chandler. I just did that to poke at you because we like friends so much. Okay. So that was that was like I let emotion get involved. That's all right. I got emotion too. All right, you're up. Number um, four. Number four. Can I? I'm gonna go off the wall. Okay. I'm gonna go off the wall. Oh gosh. All right. Number four. Breasts. Ooh, think that I mean, yeah. I love breasts. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I like those things. Yeah, yeah I mean, they go together. Your well. face is really red. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say it. It was on my honorable mentions, but I just, I just went ahead with it. I, I mean, I love those things. So yeah, that's 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 great pairing. Great pairing. Those are, I mean, yeah, those are those are nice, and there's those are something that like when you're little, you like look up to, and then you know, literally, yeah, look up to them, literally. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those aren't bad. I mean, they're incredible too. They feed our kids yeah, I know. for a while. They're magical. Yeah, they're yeah. magical. We, we probably should go in too much detail on those. No, I think but, we're uh, done talking I, about I that. I think, you know, enough said. Yeah, no done. explanation needed. Ball dropped. <laughs> Mike dropped. Perfect. All right, so who do I got then? I got Peter Bun Jelly. Yep. Joey and Chandler. Joey and Chandler. Another Joe, Joey Joe and Montana, Jerry. Jerry Rice. And then. And then, Woody, uh, and, Woody, Woody and Buzz. Buzz. So number five pick. Number five pick. I'm thinking, I mean, I have pretty much everything taken. You've taken everything that I have. And every, how many more do you have? I have like seven options I could pick right now. Really? Yeah. It's hard for me to decide. There's some great ones on here, too. Yeah. I'm thinking. Um, I just went to my honorable mentions list to get breasted for. Breast was a good one. That's just, that's a sneaky it. pick. It was that's probably a, an emotional pick. But oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> so that's, let's see if it works I out for me. Emotion is that the word you use for that? But um, okay, that's not bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna round it out with another sports. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. LBJ and D Wade. That's a good LeBron one. LeBron James is my number one. Most people's number two, and Wade's probably thirty fifth. So. Yeah. That's a good one. They had a had quite the run there. Went to the finals four years in a row. Won the middle two of them. So they were a lot of fun to watch. They were a lot of fun. To, and they, sh- they yeah they should have won the uh, first one too. The Mavericks were not that good. But. Yeah, they were unstoppable that year though. It wasn't even that close. What? Uh, that series wasn't even that close. They they couldn't miss. Like no, Jason Kidd was like making like thirty footers. And, like, and Dirk he wasn't and Dirk missing was unstoppable. Either. Yeah, yeah. Prosh could not handle him. I remember Lakers lost uh, the first round of them that year. It was towards the tail end of Kobe's career, but I thought they could have still won that series and uh, had a chance to meet uh, the Heat in the finals or something. That'd have been that would have been Because we never saw Kobe-LeBron no. finals. We never saw Kobe-Michael either. Right, right. Yeah, a little bit different eras, but same same with Kobe-Bron. Uh, when Kobe was young. Anyway, okay, so no, my number five. Um, man, a lot of different directions I could go with this, um, but I'm going to go with um, – John Lennon and Paul McCartney with the Beatles. Okay, that, uh, love the Beatles. I saw them too. Got a got a musician on the team now. Mm-hmm. Uh, real people, entertainers. I feel like if you're traveling with your team. They can play some music on the bus Ooh. or on the plane and kind of keep people occupied. Feed people. Mm-hmm. Have, and they what? Have <laughs> entertain people with what? My number four pick. Oh, <laughs> what was your number four pick? Oh, okay i forgot what it was yeah no yeah that that was good you you, you came out a little bit stronger and i thought you were going to come out with that yeah. one do you got any on your list that you didn't choose um i have i I mean obviously batman robin's on there bacon and eggs on there i got cream and magic they oh, were pretty cream number one, one. Yeah. um i just like lebron so i wanted to go there yep I like him less and less with all his other stuff but he's so good on the basketball court you can't hate that um 
Yeah, that was it. What about you? I had a rum and coke. I try to get an alcoholic beverage in there. That could be gin and tonic, Tito's and Yeah, I'm going to say Tito's and yeah. club, but. Um, Wayne and Garth, party on. Okay. Party on Wayne, party on Garth from uh, Wayne's World. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Thought about them. They ended up dying at the end, so yeah. I didn't pick that. And then Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, yeah. yeah. That one too bad. But, I, I, I Bert and Ernie I had, but then I Woody and Buzz, you know, you got to yeah. go kiddos. But all right, awesome. Well, hopefully you had fun with this. I don't know. I think that was a really long episode, <laughs> baby. So sorry if you're still here. Thank we appreciate you. you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Throw us a review if you haven't. You might be able to give multiple reviews. So do another one or like another five-star yeah, rating. Do another one. If you want to. We're going to. We're going to enjoy that, and hopefully you enjoyed this. If you did, give us a rating. You don't have to, but... It'd be like cool if you did. All right, we're going to see. We are tied five to five. You ready, Walls? Shoot it. I feel like you always go first. Okay. Move that. Don't lean forward too much. Situate buckets. Oh, short. That's the that's the miss. Boom, yeah. your boy's You're on up it. up one. Up one. First lead. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message, and we'll cover it in an upcoming show. 